you doing, buddy? It's me, Caitlin. I'm having a show on April 19th. Buy tickets now at stageit.com forward slash digital drag fest. Malibu, baby! Do you want more behind the scenes photos? Yeah. How about full uncensored access? Oh, yeah. Maybe you just want the full VIP treatment? Well, for as little as $1, you can become a loyal Patreon of mine at patreon.com forward slash Trinity the Tuck and enjoy behind the scenes photos, videos, and tons more content before everyone else. Plus, there's exclusive merch. Check it out today. Mmm. Welcome back to work. I'm your hostess, Trinity the Tuck, and today our guest is the Queen of Toronto, Priyanka. This episode, we talk all about hot topics, drag race rundown, and so much more. Hi guys, welcome back to work. I'm your hostess, Trinity the Tuck, and today our very special guest is an amazing entertainer from Toronto, Canada, Priyanka. Hi everybody, that's my name. What's my name? Hi Trinity. Hi, was that like a country accent that you try to do at the beginning? <laughs> I think it's like your accent rubbed off on me and now I'm like feeling a little country. A little country. <laughs> do y'all have country people in Canada? We do, in like Calgary, <laughs> in Alberta, everyone wears cowboy hats. But do they have like a country accent or is it just like, a like I don't know, because y'all all sound northern to me. I don't think so. I don't think so. I'd have to go and check. I've like, I've definitely like been with guys from Calgary before, but there's not much talking, you know? Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. You're one of those kind of girls. <laughs> Baby lock them doors. Yeah. <laughs> so, but th- there are some parts of Canada that they do have like a, like a French-ish accent, right? Oh, 100%. So in like Quebec, there's like that thick French-Canadian accent, like kind of like Brooklyn Celine Dion snatch game, like very that. Oh, uh, God. And then if you keep going east, like PEI, Nova Scotia, they have like an East Coast accent that I can't, I'm really bad at accents. I can't really do, but it's very thick. It's very thick. I'm sure you like it thick. <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> so um, where are you originally from? Toronto? So I grew up in Whippy, Ontario, which is like 45 minutes to an hour outside of Toronto. And now I live in Toronto. But my okay. family is from Guyana. So we're like Guyanese, West Indian. Oh my gosh, I think I knew that. So we did a show before, and I think you told me, because I'm fascinated with people's ethnicities, and I think I asked you, and you told me that you were from Guyana, and I think I told you, I don't know if you remember, when I was like in elementary school, I had to do a school essay on Guyana. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, okay, so first of all, that show was so much fun. I was so nervous to meet you, and I remember seeing you like in the flesh for the first time being like, Oh my God. So anything that happened that night, I don't remember because I was starstruck, which I am oh, sorry girl, about. But... No, you were so good. It was so fun. You have like <laughs> such a great personality. Thank um, you. So for people who don't know you, we're going to start doing um, more podcasts with um, entertainers where we're going to call them the podcast, uh, like a spotlight podcast. 
uh, where we are shining light on entertainers that haven't been on RuPaul's Drag Race yet or Mm -hmm. um, another bigger platform. And I wanted to have people get to know, um, to get to know you. So, you know, you're, and you're also not in the, the States. So have you performed in America yet? I performed once in Chicago at, I think it was Scarlet Bar for Liquid Brunch hosted by Abigee, and it was wild. So I did, I did once, and then this past weekend I was supposed to do Roscoe's, but because of Miss Corona, it got canceled. Oh, bitch, Roscoe's, that's a big gig, bitch. I know! I was so excited. I was like, oh my god, like, this is crazy. Like, I've built my name up in Toronto so much that, like, Roscoe's knocked at the door. This is crazy. Are you, like, um, the biggest name in Toronto? I'm going to say that, like, uh, that's such an interesting, controversial question. I'm very new. I've only been doing drag for two and a half years. But it's one of those things that I was just, like, meant to do. So as soon as it started, I completely exploded. So when I started, I looked really ugly, really busted. I looked like a box of Nesquik cereal. It was bad. Oh, my God. Not a box of (laughs) Nesquik cereal. And then I kind of, like started getting good at makeup and better at performing. And I started like winning some local pageants like Miss Cruz and Tangos and Queen of Halloween at Woody. So people were kind of like on this glow up journey with me. So it's kind of like blown up in a way that I kind of then got voted Toronto's number one drag entertainer and was on the cover of now Toronto magazine. And it was fucking everywhere. It was crazy. That's cool. So I guess... There was a title that says that I am the number one performer in Toronto, so yes. <laughs> so tell me, um, is like the different cities that are in Canada or the provinces? I don't, girl, I don't even know. Y- y'all's country is far different than ours. So <laughs> it I, I don't is. know how to. It's, it's, is it Providence or like. So there's different provinces, and then within each province, there's cities. Okay, so provinces. Mm-hmm. The, um, the different drag styles, do y'all have like rivals? Oh, I mean, okay. We do and we don't. So, like, with Quebec, like, Montreal has a very heavy drag scene. They do everything a lot different. They're very different. In Toronto, we do marathon drag, so we perform four back-to-back numbers in one costume. Oh, God, that's a lot and then, of work. Oh, girl, it is. It's good. Like, all of our cardio is very good. We have good stamina. But, like, when you hit the stage, it's like, it's a Super Bowl performance every time. Fuck that. <laughs> give, give me a chair, honey. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, though, is that because of that, like, our costuming is very, like, leotard-based because we need something comfy that we could dance in, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, we're not really pulling. Like, some girls wear gowns and stuff, but, every like, no one's really, like, cinching in a corset, something they can't move in to perform a ballad in, you know? Uh-huh. That's very Toronto. And then we go over to, like, there is drag in, like, Calgary and Edmonton that's very good. Um, they do things very similar to, to the States. Like, they're kind of like a look and a number kind of thing. Their drag is so cool out there. Yeah, I've performed in both of those places before, too. Mm-hmm. And then there's BC drag that is, like, similar to Toronto drag, but also they're only still doing one number, two. So I wouldn't say that we're crazy rivals, but the drag is very different when you hit up each city. Well, who's your, like, your arch nemesis? There's got to be a girl. Like, every every drag queen has their, like, arch nemesis. And, you know, be outspoken. We want to name. I want to name. I love this question. Um, I'm going to say, if I'm talking about Toronto... My Anywhere. Arch- what, whoever. The, the biggest Anywhere. arch nemesis of, of, of your drag career. Who, uh, who you is know the- what? 
I would say this girl. She's from BC. Her name is Kendall Gender. Kendall Gender, okay. Uh-huh. She's amazing and iconic, but we're kind of those two girls who get, you know, we, we, we get called the Beyonce's of our city. So oh, there, you get compared a lot together. There's that kind of like vibe. We're think, totally different think, entertainers, but there is that Do you think you're better than her? Yeah. <gasps> yes! Yes, bitch! You better, you better have come with the facts, bitch. I live. You I don't know, know who she is. Though Kendall is really, really fucking cool. She's doing really cool shit. She performed at like a football stadium. Like she's doing news bulletins in the morning. People like love her. Um, I'm going to have but, to check her out. I'm glad you yeah. look y'all. D- this was a little shade, but it's all in fun. You, you got <laughs> yeah. another girl's name that you can go look up and support. That's right. Look her up. So, she's cool. She works yeah. hard. And I, I would say that anybody who I'm threatened by is a hard worker. That's like yeah. that's 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 down. Like if you're gonna work hard for your opportunities and put yourself fucking out, out there, like I'm threatened, bitch. I'm like I want to work harder now. Well, what? Um, tell us a fun fact about you, about your drag or anything. Uh, so I started so because I've been doing drag such a short time. I was a fan of drag, but just like local bar drag, I didn't watch RuPaul's Drag Race until season nine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was watching season nine of Drag Race, very like, oh, this is kind of cool. They're so shady. Oh my God, cool, you know? And then uh-huh. I would go out to Cruise and Tangos, which is a bar in Toronto, all the time, every single night of the week, just get trying to find some dick. And then for my <laughs> 26th birthday party, I was like, yo, I got to get a, a drag queen to perform at my birthday because drag queens love performing in living rooms, right? Right. Oh my God. <laughs> So I booked Ecstasy Love to perform at my birthday party. That's my now my drag mother. And before she walked on, she was like, something about you seems like you should be a drag queen. And I was like, yeah, whatever, Jan. Like, not going to happen. And then she's like, no, seriously, like, you should enter this competition at Cruise and Tangles. It's like a drag race, but for the bar. Like, just try. And something came over me and I was like, sure. And like, that's how I became a drag queen, which I think a lot of people don't know. <laughs> that That is very kind of similar to my start of drag. I mean, a little different, but um, mine was more of a dare. And, oh, no way. And it was a competition that they were like, dared me to do. And so I entered it, and that was like the beginning of the monster. How did um, you place in the competition? Oh, I lost. I was, I don't, I was probably dead last in the competition. <laughs> and, I was um, Yeah, I get it. I did it, like, I had to do it three more times till I finally won. And then after I won, I just kept winning. Oh, no way. So you kind of like just glowed yourself up and you're like, now you're, you're, you're that bitch. Yeah. Well, the girl who painted me the first time, she was, she just started drag herself. So she, her makeup was busted. Okay. So my makeup was obviously busted. Also, she was a lot different of a skin tone than me. So like, I didn't have my own makeup. So she was using her. So girl, it just, it just was not. What cute. was her skin tone? Was she darker or lighter? She, yeah. She was, a, she was a black girl, but I mean, we didn't use black girl makeup, but she just didn't know how to paint a white girl because she was still trying to figure out her own makeup. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, no, you have to get a lot of experience before you paint somebody else for sure. But she was the one who taught me how to tuck. And bitch, if you saw her monster, like she she was able to to, to tuck very well. And that's that's how she taught she taught me well. <laughs> you know what? That. Like the feeling of like having a good tuck is amazing. You feel like you could do anything. Yeah, but also the opposite. If you feel like your tuck is like not secure, you get nervous on stage. You, do, oh. you don't want to do too much. Like, <laughs> like when you're when you have a puffy pom pom is what I call it. Like, oh my god, what a puffy pom pom, like a puffy vagina. It is not cute. The audience I've never is there. Heard just, that. You've never heard that. 
No. It's that's what it's called, a puffy pum pum, honestly. A puffy pum pum. <laughs> <laughs> that's the West Indian slang for you, Trinity. Is, is that that's your name? Uh <laughs> Priyanka the Puffy Pum Pum. <laughs> yeah, but if I ever get get a pet, that's what what, what what I'll name her. Puffy pum pum. Puffy pum pum. Come here, Pum Pum. That, that's your uh Pokemon name. <laughs> exactly. Puffy Pum Pum. <laughs> oh my god, I fucking love that. But yeah, that's what we call it. But yeah, you're right. If you do have a bad tuck, there is an insecurity about it. It sucks because people are staring at you. People yeah. always say that the light blows out everything. No, the light highlights everything. You can see the stubble. You can see the bad eyebrow block. You can see the bad tuck. People uh-huh. have lied to you. Yeah, and, and you're not on that big enough stage, girl. If you if you ain't on a, a, a six-foot-high stage where you're towards the back of the stage and they're at the, the balcony, bitch, you, you see everything on these stages. Oh. Bar oh my god girl get and ready audience members are fucking brave now they're gonna call you on it like there's oh, been they're... nights where people are like nice tuck priyanka i'm like oh shit <laughs> oh yeah and girl now we have social media it will be everywhere 100 percent. yes i totally agree well um i am going to talk to you about a couple of uh, different things a lot of it has to do with drag race because obviously most of the fans that listen to this podcast are drag race fans are you caught up on everything Oh, yes. I've watched up to the last episode. I love watching Drag Drag Race is so cool. I think, like, the stars that Drag Race have made and and what it's done for so many queer entertainers, like, you can't hate it. Right. Yeah, no, you're right. Well, um, so (laughs) we're going to start things off with the first topic, which is called Drag Race Rundown. Ooh. And um, I want to start out with... um, which is Celebrity Drag Race. They just announced today that that's yeah, coming out soon. you did it. You're in it. You're there. Yeah. There, it's only four episodes. Um, so it's like a mini teaser kind of thing. And I kind of thought it was going to be a fill-in between season 12 and All-Stars 5, but they're actually releasing it in the middle of season 12. Like, it's kind of weird to me. How do you feel like, about that? I mean, I don't care either way because I'm not... The way that it's structured is... Um, I don't know if I'm even allowed to say this, but I'm not the 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 drag race girls that are in it aren't competing themselves per se, so right. it doesn't bother me either way. I okay. do feel like it is a hamper on season twelve because girl, they've I feel so bad for this season. They, they have had the sherry pie drama. They have mm-hmm. had Miss Corona ruin everything. They no, have had, even like Aiden being attacked for a snatch game. Like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> I know Aiden. Britta, um, even that the tweets that were coming out against um, Dahlia about her being transphobic or whatever at the beginning, oh, yeah, like there's just been so 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 much. Uh huh. Um, and then now this in the middle of their season, it's just and, and they haven't even finished filming the finale. <laughs> so like, how is that even going to work? With, like, what are they gonna What are they gonna do? Like an I don't know. special? What? Are they just gonna delay the finale until they can film it? I mean, that's what I'm wondering. Is like, we're on lockdown, so what they gonna do? Everybody's gonna have to be on Skype, lip syncing from their living rooms, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I'm already doing it, so whatever. I mean, um, hello. I just, I just wonder. I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I feel like everyone's very hopeful. Like, it feels like people want to be done this by the time a said Drag Race finale would be filming, but like the likelihood of that is very, very, very like small. So I don't know. I mean, like, I would l- like to see them like say like. Okay, 
the season has had a couple of uh, curves in it, so we have to wait to film this. Because I, I would like the girls to get like the same shot that like you got at the crown, right? Right, right. Like it would be nice to see them like lip sync and actually plan their, their numbers and like do their reveals and and have that mo- moment because like they're already having a hard time. So I feel like they they deserve that. But I don't know if they're gonna want to just get over it and be like, let's just like have RuPaul. Let's do an together, online like, voting and, and, if, do an, and yeah, or like you do know, they re- already do that nasty editing girl with the, the <laughs> finale of All Stars 4, bitch. You know, they ain't afraid. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> I feel so bad for you, <laughs> girl. You know, they'd be doing some chopped up bullshit. They all of a sudden, uh, that was like that was Frankenstein of reality TV, bitch, because they, they didn't film a tie with you, did they? No, girl. So no. apparently they. F- so I was watching Trixie Mattel's Moving Parts, and she said in the documentary that they filmed a tie for season three. Oh. So I oh. was like, why the fuck would they not film, film a tie when they actually were, were going to tie it in the first place? Well, and- I mean, I figured that's what I thought. I'm like, girl, they, they didn't do a tie, so they obviously know that, you know, I should have won. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, I'm hey, kidding. like. I I'm just kidding. Monet, no, but I'm a true lo- fan. I'm I mean, I love Monet. She she was amazing. So I'm not mad either way. But um, I just don't know what they're gonna do with that. And then on top of that, they haven't shot. From what I've heard, they haven't even shot the promo for All Stars. So how yeah. are they gonna do that? And it's supposed to be aired, you know, in June. Well, what if this doesn't lift by June? Then I don't know. I what what do you think they're gonna do? Do you think they're gonna do I like an gonna, online thing? Girl, I think they're gonna Photoshop somebody's <laughs> face on some like anime characters, girl, and call it a day. Like they did RuPaul's uh uh promo for All Stars Four. That was a uh a picture they took from like years back and just recolored it. RuPaul said, No, I'm not showing up to no m- motherfucking photo shoot. Y'all just uh-huh. figure it out. See they're going to take some cell phone selfies, bitch, and that <laughs> is going to be the the promo for All-Stars 5. <laughs> the only way I could actually see, see them deciding a winner is if they, like, uh, they would have they would have to Frankenstein it and it would, it would break self-isolation. But you know how they kind of just did the Work the World Tour live? Yeah. They would have to like film each girl's performance like that, but that's once again break self isolation, and then Rue would have to judge that and host from his living room, which is not cute. I mean, girl, she probably has a massive living room, girl. I mean, like it would look amazing, but I just I wonder. (laughs) I don't know. It'd be crazy. I don't know either. But um, so back to Celebrity Drag Race. Um, it's four episodes. We aren't allowed to, like, say who the celebrities are. Actually, I don't even know who the other celebrities are because I was only on one episode. So were you, like, a drag mother to the celebrity? I mean, I don't know if I'm allowed to say exactly how it's going to work. But <laughs> Okay, cannot wait to watch it. Okay. But um, it is going to be interesting, and in at least my experience, it was super fun. And uh, we get to bring the, the girls that come back in each episode that are the, the, the alumni at least in my episode, brought the looks, bitch. Oh, Because so, I saw you sitting beside Alyssa and somebody else in the prom. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Well, so all of my looks for that episode were supposed to be my looks for... Oh, I, I can't even tell you that. Never mind. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. The cliffhangers. Jesus. My, my <laughs> looks were for something else that I didn't end up getting to do because they were like, oh, never mind. We're not using you for this. And so... I was like, well, fuck, I've spent like $3,000 on this dress. Mm-hmm. And 
and da 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 on this. So I had these looks, and they were like, hey, do you want to be part of Celebrity? And I was like, well, okay, well, now I can use these. So, Perfect. But this will all make sense later. But okay. um, I don't know how this is going to work. I don't know. I, I don't think that the cast for the season is the same celebrities throughout. Right. I think it's different celebrities in each episode, but I'm not really sure. And I don't, and the way that they advertise it is one celebrity overall was going to win, but I don't know how that's going to work. Um, but did you, did you also have to like paint your celebrity and shit too? You'll see. Or you don't have to say that. Yeah, you'll see. You'll see. It's gonna, it's gonna be interesting. It's definitely going to be interesting. Um, in at least my experience was fun. Um, but I'm excited to see what happens. I'm just kind of surprised that they're putting it in the middle of the season 12. Yeah. What was cool about it though, is that like watching the, the promo, it looked like everyone was having fun and not taking themselves too seriously, which was a, a nice, you know, breath of fresh air considering watching the regular, like the all stars and the regular version of it. It's so tense all the time. So it's going to be a, something fun for us to watch while we're all locked out in our bedroom then anyway. So I'm excited. I mean, I'm super happy that I wasn't being judged. Uh, you know, it's good to be back <laughs> and not have to be like, oh, critiqued on what I'm doing, bitch. So I know. Um, fuck all that shit. I'm done with that. <laughs> yeah, you don't got to do it no, no more. You did it twice. It's all done. Right. Until they have Drag Race All-Stars, All-Stars, All-Stars. I mean... And you're a competitive bitch. I know you would say yes in a heartbeat. Just do it. Any chance that I could be on TV, I'm going to do it. Yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? Why not? Well, let's move on to another topic. Uh-huh. And this this is hot, called Hot Topics. Ooh. Mm, hot Topics. And um, I haven't talked about this before, but I guess since... Uh, my twinner Monet brought it up on her show. Um, James, no, yes, James Charles. Oh, your um, best friend, girl. So, so hold on a second. What the, what the fuck happened? Like, can we get a breakdown? Well, this is the thing. Okay, so James. First of all, let me explain to the peoples. <laughs> James is not a child. He is not a child. Is he at my age? No, but he is an adult. He mm-hmm. is able. He bought his own house. He is a millionaire, running his own company. That uh-huh. is not a child to me. That is not a child. I agree. And um, not that he has specifically done something to me directly, but girl, he made this dumb ass joke that was insensitive on social media, right? About being diagnosed with a fat ass girl. Nobody wants to hear that when people are dying out there. Nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants to hear, oh, you're diagnosed with a fat ass, especially coming from somebody that ain't got a fat ass. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it just was un- insensitive. And I made a joke, and it was just a joke. Because, um, first of all, I don't follow him. It was some something that someone I follow reposted. Yeah, and then so you get to see all of your timeline. Right, so that's how I saw it. So I, I was like, girl, let me go in here. And so I posted after that who diagnosed you Helen Keller because you know Helen Keller's blind which means like the person who diagnosed you obviously can't see that you ain't got no fat ass bitch right no exactly um so he had a rebuttal that was very pointed my joke was very lighthearted not really pointed wasn't personal 
And mm-hmm. what he rebutted with was just so nasty and shows exactly... Oh, it was exactly, mean. It, it just shows exactly what type of person he is and how mm-hmm. he thinks that I was just like, girl, let me lay into him. And because I just don't like him to begin with. I don't like what he stands for. He's been in so much drama and I just don't like him. And so, girl, I just said what I had to say and then I moved on. Um, but he was like, oh, I was such a big fan of you and da 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 da. Girl, that don't matter. That here's don't the matter. thing. <laughs> don't mind. No, it doesn't matter. Because here's the thing is that, like, where you were coming from, you were like, here's the thing. Is by saying the words fat and ass together, it makes people feel insecure and you're making a joke of that. And if you had a fat ass and you're taking ownership of your body, like someone like Lynn Lizzo does, then like I can see the empowerment in that. But you were like, nah, bitch, it's hateful. I don't like hateful things. So I'm going to say what I have to say. And then because it was you, he took a couple of low blows at you. Really low. And, and the thing is, is that I, like, I get jokes like that all the time. I even make jokes like that about myself. And people that I'm friends with make jokes about that about me. And I'm fine. The thing is, is that I knew that it came from a place. And he could say all day that whatever he wants, that it didn't mm-hmm. come from a, a negative place. He, he was trying to jab. It wasn't a laugh with me moment. You know what I mean? No, I agree. And, and then also to say that he was a fan to try to really get to you. I mean, it's just like, girl, whatever. So I, I do want to make this point. He's very talented with makeup. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to take that away from him. Obviously, he's doing something right to have the followers that he has. And good for him, for his success. I wish him well, whatever. But I just don't, I'm not going to be fake. About stuff. If you, if you, when I was just trying to be cute and then you come at me like that, he could have joked in a different way and, and said the same thing, but joke and worded it in a different way that didn't come across so pointed and mean. Mm-hmm. I would have just left it alone and moved on and just, you know, we, we had a, a little shady joke moment at each other and that was fine. But oh, yeah. And I, I feel like a, anyone who does know you is that they don't have, you, you, you don't mind being shady. Like you're down to do a shady joke. Yeah, and I'm totally down to be to have shade thrown at me. It happens all the time, and I'm totally down to laugh at it. It's yeah. just, it, it, just something about him, the way that he comes across. It just showed his true colors that he just wasn't joking. Mm-hmm. Um, I was quite, I was quite shocked with how it escalated that quickly. I was like, oh, this is interesting because I don't normally see you in that kind of Twitter drama. Like you're, you, you do stick up for people and you stick up for, for yourself and you stand up for so many things, but it's never like that kind of petty stuff. So I was like, oh God, like how, what the hell's happening here? It definitely was a petty moment for me, but girl, at the same time, you know, everybody is getting stir crazy up Mm -hmm. in the quarantine. And so Mm -hmm. things get to you a little bit more um, emotionally when you're going through a hard time. And girl, he just said the wrong thing at the wrong time. And it was just my time to just, you know, let him have it. Yeah. Have you kept the tweets up? Have you deleted them? What's Oh girl, I am not apologizing and I'm not deleting. Oh, word. I, I love said that. what I said. <laughs> <laughs> no, I you should own your words. Hey, if you're gonna put it out there, you should you should stand behind the high numbers. Yes, I, girl. You I, can I go on there out. and read his rebuttal, read my comments, all all you want, the the response from his fans and his sisters, like girl, oh my god. I wonder if he's trained though. Like I wonder if he's trained. Like I wonder if there's somebody being like Yo, 
pick this fight because she's a drag race girl. You need your name in the news. Just do it. Like, I wonder if it's like, do you ever wonder that with like Kardashian drama, like Cardi B drama? Like, who's the PR person saying, let's have an argument today? Like, do you ever wonder? Well, I'm sure a lot of that has to do that. But the thing is, though, girl, like, he has no reason to even have drama with me because he's got way more followers than me. So I can't add anything to him. And I didn't do it for clout either. I don't need followers. I've got plenty. You're um, very happy where you are. You've, you're definitely that. Uh, I'm not trying to add fake followers. That's not what I'm trying to do. Yeah. And I just I just couldn't at the time. But anyway, moving on. Um, no, I love how you talked about that. You better address it. I love that. I love I am not afraid, bitch. It is what it <laughs> is, honey. So before that, in the same week, and the girl is just, these these gays are, these sissies are going crazy, girl. Like, they, like they are going crazy. Um, there was gays this gone wild. Girl, exactly. I feel like I'm in a soap opera. So it was one of those magazines, it was Instinct, um, who let some writer who, first of all, how he got it published, I don't know, with the, the, the spell errors and the verbiage that he used. Like, I'm a horrible speller, but... Ain't no major platform posting <laughs> my, my tweets. You it was I mean? very open stage night at the club is how he Right. Was it was very amateur night on the blog talent search. I mean, I don't <laughs> I don't understand, but he posted this very offensive um article about his opinions that drag race um this season and it has kind of like just basically ruined drag race. Like, what? you know, and that, you know, the fact that they were editing Sherry Pie out was a big mistake and that there's none of the other girls were talented. Basically, none of the other girls were talented. It's just the way that he worded everything. It, I was just like, what kind of brat is going to post this kind of stuff when you're you, you're you're a gay man? You should be an ally for a show that is highlighting our gay community, on you know, for the most part, in a positive. Yes, there's Sherry on there and there's drama, but Drag Race is doing their best to, you know, not be affiliated with that. And mm -hmm. the show is still great. It's still good without, you know, as much as they're editing her out. It's just, there's just so much drama. And so my question to you is, how do you feel about, like, these magazines, mostly LGBT magazines, with these bloggers and, and columnists bringing up more negativity about our community to like spread. Now I get it. Not a lot of people probably even read it, but the fact that they're even allowing that is just disturbing to me. Yeah. I mean, like I feel like before I was being a drag queen, you, you see a lot more positivity in people because you, you, you go out there and you perform to make people escape and feel good about themselves. And there, and there's drama, there's dressing room drama. People are jealous and people are conniving. But what's crazy is that before I was a drag queen, just a regular old queer boy hanging out, trying to look for some dick, as I said, I, I, I realized how hateful sometimes the LGBT community can be. And it, it, it is shocking, but it's also like not surprising that, you know, a gay man, who's this writer and who has this connection to instinct magazine wants to take down such a major brand because like, I know a lot of people like that. It's like, it's like when your best friend tells you that they don't like, like Beyonce, it's so shocking. Um, I think that they, they forget what having a show like drag race in the mainstream actually means for the world. They only see it 
for themselves. They're the kind of gay who gets pissed off that the bar is full on Thursday nights because there's viewing parties. Oh my God, why are there so many people here? They, they never come out, but they only come here to see Drag Race, then they go home. But at least they're fucking coming out, you know? It's weird. I, I feel like it's not right because people forget to see what like the bigger picture is. They only kind of think selfishly. And well, he he was he seems like the type of gay who has some sort of internalized homophobia. Like he may be comfortable with being gay and being out, but like I was looking at his um, Facebook or Instagram or whatever before he went private because after Jake Yonce made a video about him, like all the gays were attacking him and he just like went private. But um, I love Jake Yonce, every, every, by the way. <laughs> all of his posts were about porn stars, like him interviewing porn stars. And don't get me wrong, I am 100% pro sex work. It, you oh, know, yes, if, 100%. If, 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 they, if, if people want to, to, whatever they want to do, as long as they ain't hurt nobody, I am for you. I watch porn. I am not ashamed. You know, good mm-hmm. for you. But the fact that he would be okay with porn... And not okay with drag because he's just seemed like he was just so anti, like sissy or femme or yeah. And, that, that's you know, what it sounds like. It sounds like those people who like can't look drag queens in the eye because it attacks their masculinity. Right. And mm-hmm. trust, looking at this boy, he was not masculine. It just, it just, he just seemed like some sort of internalized homophobia, and that's what we need to get away with from our in our communities. We need to uplift each other for who we are like our trans brothers and sisters the oh non, yeah the non-binary movement um you know fem uh, fem guys um uh all shapes and sizes everybody all, it's wild. all ethnicities like, like we shouldn't be putting so much hate out there to no. just add on top of it you know what i mean it's different no, if you have like if I've you have something personal it. with someone, it's, you know, I understand, like, the whole James Charlton thing is not the same thing as casting a wider net. I had beef with him specifically, not about the fact that he's a makeup, a boy that wears makeup, but just his character. Not Exactly. No, it's not, it's not about him at all. It's more about his actions. That's right. what it's about. I feel like p- people, as I've said, like, I've, 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 like, dated guys who, like, the minute they found out I was a drag queen, were like, oh, no. Like, that can't happen. Like, that makes no sense. It's like, you're just threatened that I can also, you know, do this job impersonating a woman, essentially, is what my kind of drag is. And, like, how does that threaten you? Like, it's just, it's just like, this weird, it's, it's, like a, it's, like, the upbringing that they came up in. It's their lack of wanting to, like, open their brains up to different types of people. And it's very weird. I've, I've had friends say, like, yeah, if a guy has, like, a gay voice, like, I might think to him. I'm like, what, what, what's a gay voice? Like, are you joking? Like, right. You are right. a gay man and you're hating on other gay people. Like, how are you doing this? It makes no sense to me. It's, 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 it's heartbreaking is what it is because it's everywhere. It's fucking everywhere. Well, and I totally get people have types. I have a type. Everyone has a type. But to vocalize that in a harsh, mean way to where you're bringing other people down and making them feel bad about themselves is not the tea. No, it's not the it tea. It is not all. the tea, Clarissa. Okay, it's, it's just not, you know, um, I just I just think that, especially with someone like him who had a platform, mm-hmm. he should be using his platform for something better than just some bullshit that didn't make sense, bad, har- you know, horribly written, and all those spell check errors, bitch. Like, not today. 
Not tonight. No, don't do it. We're we're gonna move on to um, a game and also some Twitter, some Twitter questions that w- I'm gonna post those on my Patreon. Um, as soon as you can hear this, those will be up. But before we do that, are there anything? Is there anything else that you would like to plug? Upcoming um, things that you have coming out or yeah? Or I mean, like I'm like. I'm always working on something. So every single Wednesday on my YouTube channel, I have this this video segment called Do Re Pre, where I get fans to ask me questions and I turn their answers into little mini music videos. (laughs) Work! So that's every Wednesday. And then on Saturday, I do my Instagram lives called Priyanka Live, where I just get drunk in my bedroom and dance the house down. Like I'm going the most full out for no reason. I'm obsessed. And then... Coming up, it depends when you listen to, to this, but on April 25th at 9 o'clock, I have my digital drag fest show called Bedgasm, where I'm doing basically like this projection show out of my bedroom um, for fun because I want to entertain everybody. So get your tickets. Work. So they can find you on what is your social medias? So my Instagram is the Queen Priyanka and my Twitter is the Queen Pre. You could find me just. Just Google Priyanka Toronto Drag Queen, you'll find me. Thank you so much for um, doing this with me today. I had so much fun. I hope that the fans got to know you a little bit. And um, I hope that we get to hang out whenever this is over with. Yes, please. Thank you, Trinity, for having me. And thank you for always making local entertainers the spotlights of all your shows. I love you. You're welcome. I'm going to leave you with one thing that my grandmother always told me. If you ain't got nothing nice to say, come sit by me. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.